0: Hey guys, what's going on? Camera here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. This is LCBU number 31. Man, I'm uh, on my way to 40 now. Look at that, 31, LCBU number 31. So Tony Rudolph with uh, Tony's Lawn Care on YouTube and the Lawn Care Talk podcast, he just turned 31 the other day. So happy birthday to Tony Rudolph, 31 years old, and look at this i'm doing lcbu number 31 today so shout out to tony um i appreciate you tony I appreciate your friendship man and i I just appreciate your uh your willingness to participate and really blow everybody away in this lcbu challenge man you're on top you're number one uh looks like you're going to be the champion when we uh hit the uh, equip expo so congratulations man happy birthday I hope you had a good birthday. Um but yeah, just wanted to wish Tony a happy birthday, man. At 31 years old. I got a, a few years on him, but uh, man, it's uh it's cool that Tony's a huge part of the lawn care community and just he's just a good good dude that uh man that everybody everybody wants to know and everybody wants to um to talk to because he's just that kind of guy so tony i appreciate you man appreciate your friendship and uh happy birthday man so today man rolling to town this morning it is 65 degrees are you kidding me it is nice here in Missouri. sun is shining bright we have a lot of uh fields out here where i live so it's a lot of uh pasture not not a lot of farmland as far as row crop farms but uh, just a lot of pastures out here with uh, cattle farms. So I'm cruising through the countryside right now, man. And there's uh, there's several fields that have recently been cut for hay. We didn't think we'd get a second cut, uh, for guys that don't know. Um, all these fields around here, they, they'll fertilize them, they'll hit them hard with fertilize, and they'll uh, they'll let that grass grow, man, and, and they'll get a first cutting, um, you know before like july and then usually they get a lot of bales of hay off of those fields so round bales is usually what they do around here um some guys will do the square bales but not very many people do the uh the square bales most of them do the round bales anyways um i'm going through here right now man and we didn't think we would get a second cutting on these fields because uh after the guys slicked the fields down and uh and baled everything up it turned off dry i mean june uh, the last part of june um all of july it was nothing but dry here in our area and the grass didn't grow the fields were burnt up it was like man this looks rough and then that went into um you know halfway through august it's still didn't look really good but now all of a sudden man these fields have kind of popped back and uh, some of these farmers will be able to get two cuttings out of their uh out of their fields going past another field right here looks like they just laid that down um must have been yesterday and they'll go through and they'll rake it up and then after they rake it up they will uh they'll go through and they'll bill it up so A lot of these fields around here are getting bailed for the second time so that's good news man because if uh, if you go through there and only get one cutting then man that's you miss out on a whole lot of money the people that cut the fields they miss out on a whole lot of money and the people that are selling the hay whether it's um, a lot of people you know it's 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 a it's a it's kind of a business where you got a tractor you got a baler you reach out to these people with acreage. You uh, you connect with them. You bale the hay for them, and then you either give them some of the hay, or you sell it all, and you give them a cut of how many bales. They go they go by how many bales. So depending on how many bales you get, they will uh, divide that up, and you know the guy that obviously cut the hay will get a good portion, and then the guy's field that they cut the hay off of he'll get a good cut of it too so it's a win-win for both of them i know my brother he has like um, a 30 acre field and it's um it's mainly pasture so he can get a lot of square bales he does the square bales because he has um horses so they store the hay in the barns they got tons and tons of hay uh thankfully i'm usually pretty busy mowing so i don't i don't get to help out a lot on that but Uh, my dad and then my brother and his wife. And he has um, two kids that get out there and and help him get that hay picked up. So it's, man, it could be, I mean, it's June, you know, hot, hot, hot when they cut it for the first time. And what they do is they'll get the guy out there with the tractor and his baler, he'll go through and knock it down, then rake it up, then he'll come back through there. And he'll bail it. And then he's shooting out square bales. And then, like my dad, will drive the truck a lot of times. Sometimes my mom will get out there and drive the truck with the uh, with the big trailer on it behind it. And my dad, my brother, and my brother's wife, and then their two little kids will get out there. Three little kids now. The third one's old enough to kind of get out there and help out. But they'll get out there and they'll uh, stack all those square bales up on hold on here guys they'll get all those square bills and stack them up on the uh the trailer and so it is hot out there they're uh they're stacking the square bills and it's uh man it's it's a job it is a big job and they'll stack that trailer way up i mean way up there get it as high as they can throw it and then um you got to stack it the right way or if not when you're driving through the field it'll just fall off basically so you got to make sure you know what you're doing and stacking it right and then um, when they get a full load they'll usually um, pull it in the barn and then they have to unload it and it's like oh man they stack it all up on the trailer and then they spend um, double the time basically unloading it and stacking it back up in the barn now what they try to do is they try to get a hold of people that buy, um, that have bought hay from them in the years past and they'll holler at them and say, Hey, we're going to be, you know, getting our first cut this weekend. If you want to swing by, uh, let me know how many you need and, uh, we'll just pick them out of the field for you. And so what a lot of times will happen is say a guy wants two or 300 bales. Um, he can just come by, you know, that morning or that afternoon, whenever they start cutting and bail or whenever they start bailing and, and stacking that hay and they'll just pick the hay bales right out of the field. So instead of my brother and his family putting it on their trailer, what they can do is they can help, uh, load another guy's trailer, say he wants two or 300 bales. And so they'll, um, they'll load those bales, hay on the other guy's trailer. And then of course he'll, you know, my brother, usually charges like four, four or five dollars um, for a bale of hay, just a little square bale. If it's if it's picked out of the field, he'll uh, he'll give them a better price because he doesn't have to handle it twice. You know, he doesn't have to store it in the barn and then get in the barn and unload it into the you know somebody's trailer. So the idea is to to get it out of the field. You know, for three fifty four dollars a bale. And so um, when they do that, they can get a deal. And my brother doesn't have to handle it twice so um, a lot of times guys will say yeah I'll, I'll be there about one or two you know come by and pick up 25 bell or 50 bell or maybe a couple hundred bill and then uh you know that's less they have to less space they have to have in their barn they i mean they have all these barns they have a horse barn and they have like three other huge barns out in their pasture and so they have plenty of storage space for it but it's just getting it in there, unloading it, stacking it all back up. It's just a job, especially when it's a hundred plus outside with the heat. In, with the uh, heat index, excuse me. So, um, you know, sometimes people will come by after they've already um, stacked the bales of hay in the barn, and they'll say, "Hey, we need 20, 25 bales." All right, we'll swing by. It's going to be, you know. a bale since it's already in the barn. And then sometimes people come by and they don't have a truck or trailer, but they need, you know, like 50 bales or whatever. So uh, occasionally they will deliver to um, their customers and and take those bales to their house or put them in their barn or whatever. But that's extra. They don't like to do that. They don't really have time to do that because. They're not doing it to make a living. They're not doing it to make any money. Um, they're just doing it because they have horses. And so they're cutting the hay for the horses. But at the same time, you get way more hay than you need for the the horses that they have. So you're left over with a whole lot of bales. So they try to get rid of those, um, and that's how they do it. But yeah, just running through here this morning, seeing all these fields, it's like, man, some of these... People are going to be able to cut the hay twice this year because it's grown so much after the first cutting. Didn't think early on that anybody would get a second cutting. We were like one and done. You better get what you need, you know. And that's the thing: if you don't grab your bales of hay early, then uh, you're left out. You know, if it wouldn't have rained a little bit here recently, um, but uh, you know those bales of hay, they wouldn't be able to get a second cutting, and you would have been like you know, you would have been in trouble if you needed some hay, so got to jump on it when it's there. Same thing with the lawn care business, man. It's like, you know, you never know what season you're going to have. You never know if it's going to rain a lot. You never know if it's going to turn off dry, but when it's raining and when the grass is growing, you better be out there mowing. Uh, it's like, you know, uh, make it turn off dry in a second. And, um, You know, when it turns off dry, man, you could have a two, three week. We had a like a month-long spell here where I I skipped yards for like four weeks. Four weeks. I didn't mow, you know, say I mowed uh, Jason's yard on Tuesday. Went by there the next week. Nope. Two weeks later, nope. A month later, and I'm like, his yard still doesn't need to be mowed. So it was was a little interesting, you know, and uh, thankfully I have enough work you know, here, there, and everywhere else with the Ventrac work and, you know, just different things that customers need done that I was able to kind of switch gears and, 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 you know, go a different route instead of focusing on the mowing when it turned off dry. But it's just like, um, just like building that hay, just like those farmers in the fields, uh, lawn care business is very, very similar. It's like when it's raining and the grass is growing, you better be out there mowing, making your money because uh you never know when the when the faucet could just get turned off and and the grass slow down and and not grow anymore so take advantage of of it while you can um same thing goes for you know those calls coming in maybe you know there's different seasons where me and my friend were talking about this the other day it's like you know you get all these calls all at once it starts raining the grass starts growing like crazy and all these calls come in we get so many calls me and like two or three other guys that have a lawn care business here in town we get so many calls we can't keep, we can't keep up with the calls we can't keep up with the work first of all because uh, we're going non-stop 100 miles an hour and then you got these phone calls coming in it's just not possible to get back with everybody and staying in touch with everybody, you know, trying to get back with everybody. You're working, trying to keep your head above water in the spring rush. We got we get like a summer rush here a lot of times where at July and August it just turns off, super super wet, and and you're mowing just like in the spring, except it's even worse because it's really hot out. So um, you know, it's it's hard to keep up with all those phone calls coming in. Uh, there was actually. Somebody that left a bad review on, I don't even know what it was, but it was on my account somewhere, um, left a bad review because I didn't call him back. I I reached out to this guy twice. He never called me back. And, you know, you get those people. It's like before social media and before all these reviews, I almost wish, I'm almost at the point right now where I just, I just need to take my uh, business off of off of uh like social media like off of um Google business and Facebook and all this cuz I just have so much work I don't need to advertise I don't need you know to put my name out there and the customers that I take care of if they have friends or people that they know that want me to take care of them you know I'll I'll be glad to help them out but It gets to where my name's the first one that comes up here in our area, so anytime anybody needs anything done, um, the SEO that I put in years ago, it's like, it's crazy because I'll get so many calls, but I just can't keep up with them all. So it gets to a point where you're like, man, I almost want to just shut all that off because you have these Karens, these people that are a little dramatic, and if they don't get their way, the new thing now is to leave a bad review. I'm going to leave a bad review for you. Well, go right ahead. I'm not really worried about your bad review because people know me, people that know me, people that have done business with me, uh, know the work that I do and know that I'm honest and trustworthy and and I'll take care of them the best I can. They know that I'm busy and they respect that. And then these, you got these Karens that call maybe one or two times and I don't get back with them and then it... It just ruins their day, and they gotta leave a bad review. So, um, don't be like that. Don't be like that. I, I, um, after running a business for 20 years, I have friends and family that be like, "Can you believe this? I went to this, I went to this one place, or I did this one thing, and they did this, or they they did that." And I'm like, "Yeah, I actually can believe that." They're like, "What? How can you? Uh, how can you believe that?" I'm like, "Well, I've ran a business for 20 years." I know how things go. I know it's hard to find help. I know there's more business than ever before. Uh, there's more business for for your business. There's more business for, um, you know, for all the businesses can handle here locally. So everybody's overwhelmed, man. Everybody's short-staffed and more work than they can handle, and it's hard, man. It's hard. Because not only are you trying to take care of your customers, but you have random people calling you, and they're wanting something done, and you're trying to help them out, but at the same time you're like, I've got to help out my current customers. I got to take care of them, you know. So it's um it's hard to navigate, man. And it's it's a little stressful, or it can be if you let it. But uh, but yeah, I had somebody leave a negative review because I didn't call them back, which. I understand, you know, I should get back with everyone, but it's just impossible. I I just can't do it. I'm only one person. I can only do so much. Uh, I'm very, very limited into, um, limited in every every area, you know. I can only handle so much uh, social media side of things. I can only handle so much locally in the lawn care business. I can only handle so many calls coming in. I'm the, uh, I'm the secretary, I'm the accountant, I'm the uh, HR, I'm the, the laborer, the employee, the worker. Um, you know, I'm doing it all. So when you're doing it all, uh, you're very, very limited in every little area of your business. So it's, uh, it's hard because I like to help people out. I like to take care of um, people's needs. I like to serve others. And so it's hard, man. It's, it's really hard. It's, it's frustrating at times, but you just got to know that um, you just got to understand and know that you can only do so much. And, and what you do, you know, end up deciding to do, uh, just do your best at it, you know, do your best. The customers that you have, stay on top of them, do your very best. Uh, the people that call in, try to get back with them um as quick as possible if you can and then you know the people that you meet along the way just take care of them and and treat them like you would like to be treated i understand when i call these businesses now um you know sometimes they're really apologetic and they're really like man i'm so sorry but i've had this and that and everything else going on and i tell them immediately i'm like you know don't apologize it's okay um i run a business I've been in business for 20 years. We have a family farm that's been running for oh gosh, since the 1950s and 60s. So I know how business works. I know the uh the struggles. And it's okay, man. It's okay. It's like we've be- we've become a society that if if people don't um if people don't satisfy our every need, then we turn to social media and we blow them up. We turn to social media and we call them out. We turn to social media, and we leave a negative review or whatever. And I'm like, or we we go to social media and we unfollow them because they didn't meet our needs or whatever. And, and you know, it can work in life, in your relationships. It can work in your lawn care business, your landscaping business. It can work with the people that you deal with every day. And yeah, there may be a time where you need to cut people off and and try something different because it's just not working out for you. But at the same time, everybody, for the most part, a lot of people are trying to do their very best, but they're shorthanded and they have more work than ever before. So those two combinations, man, it's just hard. It's just hard. So give each other the benefit of the doubt. Um... Whether it's lawn care related, whether it's in social media realm, um, just really think about what other people are going through. Think about what they're struggling with. Um, think about what they're having to deal with. Think about the times we're going through right now. It's just unbelievable times that we're going through right now. So we really got to uh, we really got to stay focused on. The big picture man just stay focused on the big picture so whatever you're going through right now it's okay man you're gonna get through it i'm dealing with a few things right now with equipment and my truck oh the box truck somebody was asking me about a box truck update so the update is oh man you guys aren't even willing to hear this <laughs> oh boy and i don't know if this is accurate or not and you know so the service manager that I'm talking to back and forth, he's like a little dramatic. I'll just, that's just how he is. He's a little dramatic. He's a little, um, I don't know, he gets he gets frustrated real quickly or easily. And whenever I call, he's always like overwhelmed. He's always like, oh, I'm, just, oh, I'm trying my best, you know, like uh, yeah, we tried this and this happened. We tried this and that happened I'm like I tell him every time I call him say hey it's all good man I run a I run a business I know how it is It's trial and error you got to try something out see if it duplicates if it doesn't go on to the next thing and try to narrow it down I said hey just do the best you can and you know take your time check it all out check it over and, uh, you know, see what you come up with. It's not a big deal, man. It's not, I think he thinks it's like a big deal, but I'm like, it's really not a big deal. I just don't want to drive all the way over there. Cause before, um, he said it was, he said it was fixed. I drove all the way over there, which is, um, it's about, I don't know. It's an, it's a, what is it? hour and 30 minute drive. So an hour and 30 minute drive all the way over there, hour and 30 minute drive all the way back. So I drive over there, I pick up the truck, when he says it's fixed, I drive about 25 miles down the road, check engine light comes back on, so I have to take it back to their dealership. So it's the second time they've started working on it there, you know, at the dealer, and he's like really going through it all, and I was like, man, just take your time. I I told him, "I, I don't care that it's not fixed, I just want it fixed the next time I come up there to pick it up just go through it, drive the truck. Because before he's like, well, check engine light didn't come on. I couldn't get it to come on. I was like, drive it longer, drive it 50 miles if you have to drive it over 50 miles, drive it until that light comes back on and then figure it out when it comes back on. So, all right. So I called them yesterday and I was like, all right, I haven't heard from them in a couple of days. I need to call and check in. And, you know, sometimes you need to just call and and check in just to make sure they're staying on top of it and not putting it off on the side Uh, because if they put it off on the side and they don't look at it for a few days and then when they do look at it and they got to get a part and it takes a few more days before you know it you're without your vehicle for two or three weeks so i don't want to draw it all out it's already been this is the second week so um i don't want to draw it out for three weeks or a month um like uh you know, things have happened in the past. So um basically I called up there and I was like, Hey, I haven't heard anything in a couple of days. Just wanted to check on the box truck, see what see if you guys uh have figured anything out or actually I said, you know, what's the update. And so she uh she had to get a hold of the service manager. She calls me back later that afternoon, yesterday, and she says, Hey Cameron, um so this is what happened. So what they did was they drove the truck down the road. The lightning did come on. All right, well, I told them to drive it longer. So they drove it a little longer. Well, the light came on, just like it did for me. So they parked it. Okay, the next day, they did the same thing. They drove it down the road. The light came on. They drove it back, cleared the codes, okay? So both times they did that, I have a GPS tracker on the box truck. And so both times they did that, that tracker was plugged in on the box truck through those codes. It was throwing random codes to it. It was the torque converter code was still coming up. Uh, the TCM I think was still coming up, which they replaced that. And then it was like random stuff like, um, cruise control code. And what was the other one? There was another one. I can't remember the code now, but anyways. Um, so yeah, so the code, you know, they cleared the code And so she said, the next day, they plugged in the, uh, I'm sorry, they unplugged the tracker. They unplugged this GPS tracker from the truck, drove it all the way down the road, same route they took before, drove it all the way back, and guess what? The code never came on. The light never came on. Code never popped up. Okay? So they did it again. They cleared the code. They drove it down, drove it back nothing came on so they did that twice without the gps tracker plugged in and the codes didn't go off oh my gosh so today they're supposed to drive it this morning with the gps tracker plugged back in they're going to drive it down the road and back 50 miles and uh when they do um if that code light comes back on then that only means one thing that only means that the GPS tracker, for some crazy reason, is throwing the computer. All those computers talk the whole time. He was explaining it to me like there's a GM side of a computer and there's there's a Isuzu side of the computer. And so the Isuzu side of the computer is constantly talking back and forth to the GM side of the computer. And so they're constantly talking back and forth as the truck's going down the road. Well... When that GPS tracker is plugged in, for some reason, there's like lost communication between the Isuzu tracker and the GM tracker. Lost communication, and when that happens, a code comes up, and it's just throwing random codes. It's like, well, we got to throw something out there. Let's throw something out there and make this truck slow down. And so he thinks that's what's happening. So today, it'll kind of be the final test. Um, they're going to drive it the same route they're going to drive it with the gps tracker plugged in and if the code pops up then that's what it's got to be so stick around stay tuned Um, it's kind of a good thing and a bad thing it's a good thing if it does if the code does come on with that gps tracker because it means the box truck's not messed up it's basically this gps tracker that's throwing everything off which is really frustrating and it's cost me a whole lot of money if that's the case um but the good thing is if it's just the gps tracker i can unplug it and the box truck will run fine meaning i won't have to spend any money on a part you know to get it replaced it's a mess man it's a mess but electronics it's the same thing i'm dealing with with the lawnmowers anything electrical like that, um, electronics type stuff. You just never know, man. You never know. It may work one minute, may not work the next, like I'm dealing with with my mowers. Not going to go into all that again, but just with electronics, man, it's difficult. It's tricky. And it's, uh, it's never like, it's always hard to duplicate. Let's just put it that way with electronics. It's just so intermittent that it's hard to duplicate. So it's hard to track down, hard to figure it out. And it turns into A big headache and that's what all these trucks all these mowers are equipped with now a lot of electronics so i don't know man we'll find out i'll keep you guys posted keep you guys updated but um shout out to uh phil's lawn care uh he told me that he's doing a a second youtube channel and i apologize haven't had a chance to check it out but i will check that out here in the near future um he's doing more vlogs uh sounds like on the uh, newer channel so I think it's called Phil's Lawn Care Plus. Don't hold me to that, but just look up Phil's Lawn Care. Try to find the Phil's Lawn Care Plus or something like that and and see what it's about. Um, because, you know, on my lawn care channel, I try to do all kinds of uh, different things on the YouTube channel. I try to do just the day-to-day life. It's called the Lawn Care Life in Missouri YouTube channel. And so I try to do... Just videos and share with everybody what's going on here in the lawn care life here in Missouri. So if it's mowing, that's what we're gonna do. If it's the ventrac work, that's what we're gonna show. If it's um, cool new equipment, like I've had the chance here recently um, to try out the right, you know, uh, ZK autonomous mower and the right ZXT. If it's um, you know in years past, like last year. I got to go to uh, Toro Headquarters uh, this year, beginning of the year, I got to go to Wright Headquarters. So just sharing all that stuff, man, sharing just the lawn care life, what what uh, God has, um, has been doing in the lawn care life here in Missouri and here in my life. So that's just what I share on my YouTube channel. Everybody's got a different approach to it. Some people like to stick to one thing. Other others like to kind of vlog daily about just kind of life in general and the lawn care life, which I think is really really cool. That's the channels I gravitate towards because um, I just like to, uh, you know, the whole reason I got into all this social media stuff was just to keep up with the community and and really um, form those connections with people in the lawn care uh, community. So you know, early on, that's how it started. Started out on Instagram, sharing daily stories. Now i got a little YouTube channel sharing the lawn care life here in Missouri. And uh, that's the kind of channels I like to watch, man. I like to watch the daily grind. I like to watch what guys are up to. I think um, I don't get to watch a whole lot of YouTube videos just because I'm super, super busy and I have way more things going on than I need to have going on. But um, in the you know in the slower months like the winter time, I'll start watching these videos, and I just really like to watch the uh, channels that share their day-to-day life. That way, I can get to know them, kind of relate and connect with them. Um, I don't really like the equipment reviews, just like channels that are completely equipment reviews. Uh, I don't watch those a whole lot, but these channels that have um, that have vlogs uh, b- on them and a lot of people are kind of going away from those but i wish they'd go back to them because that's what i enjoy watching man just enjoy watching people getting out there doing their doing their thing you know each and every day uh seeing the different areas seeing the different regions seeing how things are so much different than here in our area where it's very rural and uh you know um it's uh It's very spread out. we got a lot of acreage. And then you watch some of those channels where the lawns are super small. And they're maintaining like these postage stamp lawns. And they're getting out there every single day with a teeny tiny mower. You know, knocking these things out. It's just really neat to see the mix of uh, all the different places, man. And all the different lawn care uh, businesses. But anyways, that's what I got for today, guys. LCBU number 31. And... Tony Rudolph's 31st birthday, man. We're celebrating two things today. LCBU number 31, Tony Rudolph turning 31. Um, His birthday was the other day, but hey, if you guys are listening to this, send Tony a message. Say, hey man, I just heard about your birthday. Happy belated birthday. And and reach out to him, man. He'll love it. But anyways, I'm out, guys. I'm Cameron with The Lawn Care Life in Missouri. Just pulled in here to the park i got to get my workout in before the day starts. So, hope you guys have a great day, man. And as always, hey, God provides.